is another episode of Pod 9 from Outer Space. Cue the music. So, you chose this one, didn't you? I did. It's, um, Black Sabbath or The Three Faces of Fear? Oh, they were faces, and they were fearful. I mean, some of them were. Yeah. So there was a, a mixture of faces. Yes. But then it, it is an anthology. It is indeed. So I thought the best option would probably be to go through the individual sort of shorts that make it up. Yeah. Um, but first I do want to say that one of the writers was called Alberto Bevelacqua, which is, is Bertie Drinkwater. Yes, it is. Do he? He do, probably, if he wants to live. Um, so one of the main people in this he played a vampire and also presented them was someone that's probably going to become a a show favourite yeah I mean I already love him but mostly as probably the Frankenstein it's yeah. Boris Karloff. Good old Bobo. Bobo. Yeah, Bobo Carly. Is that what we're calling him now? It is. Okay. So, I quite like the way he introduces it. It's very kind of, are you sitting comfortably? Yeah. I'm going to tell you some spooky stories now. Try not to be too scared. It's like your granddad coming in to tell you a bedtime story. Yeah. Except it's about ghosts. Yeah, gotta make you scared before bedtime. And then you can harvest the special dreams. I mean, to be fair, making you scared before bedtime is a classic grandparent move. Yeah. Like taking out um, your false teeth and playing around with them. Never had that one. That's a good one. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. So, the first one, I think, was the best one. Hmm. The Drop of Water. Yeah. It was, it was very spooky. An old lady dies while doing a... I'm unclear whether she was doing a tarot reading or doing, like, a one-person seance. Hmm. Um, but the woman that comes to sort of prepare the body... Steals her ring and then gets haunted is the gist. Yes. It's not a complicated story, but it's pretty well Well, done. Well, no. But the the corpse. Hmm. It looks like if you tried to make a wax figure of a face, but had only ever seen skulls, so you just had to kind of guess at what a face looks like. Yeah, it's very kind of early paleo art. Yeah, you just kind of you just kind of gloop, gloop that skin on, gloop it all over. It's. I understand that it was nineteen sixty three, 
and people were more easily scared by films. But also, I could not help laughing. Too gloopy. Too gloopy. Too much gloop. Too much gloop in the soup. Yeah. The soup being the film. Yeah. So that was... That was some simple fun, aside from the body. Um, well, yeah, like, there's some very good phone acting. Yep. She hides the ring in her boobs. Mm-hmm. At one point, the corpse... Well, I guess ghost that looks like the weird fake corpse shows up in her room and the cat's just sitting on its lap. Yeah. Because you cannot control cats. Nope. Like, I have zero idea whether that was actually in the script, but I'm guessing not, because I can't imagine anyone thinking that would be a good idea. I don't know. I th- I think it was intentional. You think the cat was on the ghost's side? Yeah, I think because... You know, cats have um, in a in a lot of things they have a collect- connection to the supernatural. So they must have been like, "Oh, look, it's it's spooky." See that I get. What I don't get is the cat just curling up on the ghost's lap, who has just appeared out of thin air, and just helping to haunt the cat's owner because she stole a ring. Sounds like a cat. Actually, it does a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. So, did you figure out why that segment was called The Drop of Water? Because I didn't. Okay. Um, There were a lot of edits made to the English language version. And I believe in the original, she would have ended up... um, Yeah, kind of... Around the same same time, she was there was um, some kind of drip going on when she st- stole the the ring, and she ends up at the end kind of haunted by that dripping. Okay, so in changing it from the original Italian, they just destroyed the reason for the title, but didn't change the title. Yeah, it's a bold move. Yeah, it sounds like it was kind of butchered a little bit. Yeah. And poor Mario Bava. He worked so hard with what he had. Yeah. Oh, little Bavita. Marina. Oh. Oh. That is the a segment from the Mario Bava Sympathy Hour. <laughs> available on all good podcatchers. <laughs> New to the Pencil Paper Network. Yes. <laughs> But Bava was like, he's a big name, isn't he, in sort of Italian horror? Yeah, just Italian horror and trash. Did he Did he do a lot of giallo? I'm not sure about the amount of giallo he did. Which, for listeners, is basically the Italian equivalent of B-movies. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I think he did more kind of just... Stuff like this, stuff where it's cl- just classic cheesy horror. Um, you may have been a little bit involved in Jalo, but... But it's not his main thing. No, I don't think it's his main thing. He's he's not the Italian Edie Wood. No. 
whose films we are going to come to. Hi, I'm Hazel, and I make a podcast with Liz called Bread and Thread, which you might enjoy if you are a fan of food or clothes or other interesting parts of domestic history. We find out interesting facts about things like regional foods, ancient breeds of sheep, um, pretty much anything domestic history. So if you'd like to know why it's illegal to import a sheep into Iceland and what was presented by Queen Victoria to Harriet Tubman, then you might want to check out Bread and Thread. Find us at Bread and Thread on Twitter or find us everywhere podcasts exist. <laughs> um, the second one was terrible. It was the worst one, as is traditional in trilogies. Yeah. Um, that was not much happened there. It, I think it was another issue of losing a lot of the plot. Hmm. Because according to the plot summary, um, there's a call girl, she's getting calls from a former pimp who's escaped prison, um, but it turns out it was her friend trying to scare her, but the guy shows up anyway and ends up killing both of them. You don't really get a lot of that in the English. It's just kind of, she's getting scary calls from someone called Frank. Yeah. And then her friend shows up to comfort her, and then they both get killed. Mm. And it misses the key part, which is the whole subterfuge thing. And also who Frank is? Yeah. Like, we never find out who Frank is. He's just some guy. Nothing creepier than some guy. Yeah. Like, I think we kind of deduced that it's a stalker when we were watching it. Mm. But the whole call girl pimp thing was just completely lost. Yeah, a little bit. Can we talk about the set design of of the telephone, though? Why not? It was so 60s. Very 60s. Like painfully 60s. Mm. It was just... Oh, so much. Like, if you imagine, like, a James Bond send-up, like, I think it's called Dr. Noah... No, the character's called Doctor No, but there's like a Casino Royale parody thing. Yeah. It just reminded me of that the whole time. Fair. I've been I've been watching some sixties films lately, including um yeah, Juliet of the Spirits and that kind of, it kind of reminded me the cut the colours, the the early colour film just making everything just pop out so much. Although this was in black and white. Was it? I think so. No, it... Wasn't it? No. My brain just put it in black and white. Yeah. That's weird. Why did my brain put it in black and white? That's what you wanted to see. It's just trying to erase it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I can't recommend you watch this film, even if it did inspire one of my mom's favourite bands. Yeah. Do you want to explain that? Because you know the story better. Yeah, they um, they saw, they were working, trying to work, Black Sabbath were then known as Earth, previously known as some kind of very, kind of, very old-fashioned 
um, blues band name, which was really bad. Uh, they were trying to, yeah, trying to work out what they should actually be called, and in a cinema opposite was the film Black Sabbath. Um, it should have been a couple of yeah, this would have been late sixties, early seventies. So they'd still be playing it just to so get it's like a re-release. Yeah, to get bums on seats. God knows why. Oh yeah. They didn't have they didn't have Netflix. Did they not? They didn't have quality podcasts. Did they not even have Love Film? No. Um, film four? Film four's not that good. There's so many adverts. Hello, I'm Mod I'm Mod Paper from Probably Bad RPG Ideas, and we have a podcast. If you'd like to hear RPG advice on how to use assorted incredibly bad ideas as actual ideas in an actual game, then listen to the Probably Bad podcast, available on pretty much every podcatcher. And remember to have a probably bad day. But anyway... So, did, did they actually see it, or was it just like, oh, scary thing? I'm not sure if they actually actually saw it, but I, I do know that they were very, um, very squeamish people. <laughs> Just they would they would write, um, yeah, they would write all these supernatural things, but they were actually just kind of wimps. That's kind of adorable. I'm struggling to picture like is Ozzy Osbourne. I'm struggling to picture him just stood outside the cinema like, I don't know guys, it seems kind of spooky. I'm turning into Sco a Scooby-Doo character. No, you're turning into Chucky. <laughs> I don't know about this, guys. <laughs> Zoinks. Zoinks and deeks. I can't do a, br a brummy accent. I'm not gonna try. I'm just gonna keep saying zoinks. <laughs> brummy zoinks. <laughs> it's the new expression of fear that's sweeping the nation. So the last one, I think, was more of a classic, classic kind of horror thing. Boris Karloff was a vampire. Yeah. Or a. a Birdlack, which I think is like a Russian vampire. Hmm. I'm I'm not up on my vampire vampiric distinctions. I've, the main thing I know about Eastern European vampires is the chewing to make the teeth grow in the coffin thing. But I think the Birdlack's a bit different from a vampire vampire. Yeah. But there was big empty child energy in this one. Hmm. So, there's this couple, they've lost their kid, as in, like, he died, he had, didn't just wander off. Jason. He might have wandered off, I don't think we know how he died. He's, he's already dead. Jason. The child was dead to begin with. Yes. Um. And then the kid appears at the front door, says, let me in, mummy, I'm cold, I'm cold, let me in. It's like, of course he's cold, it's the cold of the grave! So nippy! 
But the husband's like, no, don't let him in, he's the Verdalac. And then he is the Verdalac. And things go badly from there. They do. They really do. It's. It, I mean, it basically turns out as it expects. It's Eastern European vampirish story. Yeah, there's there is some chasing. Yep. And being spooked. All I can picture right now, which is not in that, but I kind of want it to happen in something, is a Benny Hill chase with a mob chasing a vampire. I think I've seen that in an episode or two of Scooby Doo. That makes sense. But the music in the Verdelike Hall was weird because it ended up, it ended with like kind of an upbeat version of the funeral march. It did. It really did. Like, you know, the dun 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 Except happy? Yeah. That was confusing. It was a bit confusing. It was jaunty. It was. There were jaunts. So many jaunts. Mm. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot to say about this film, unfortunately. There would have been more to say had they not cut it to ribbons in the English release. Yeah, like... I don't think my Italian is good enough to appreciate the Italian version, which is a shame because it sounds like it was a lot better. Yeah. But it was interesting to see an anthology horror film, which is something that's definitely gone out of style in um, in the past couple of years. Mm, I, I do enjoy a good horror anthology. Mm, you, you see them... Yeah, you can see them on on um, TV and, and and stuff, but not so much now in in film. Mm. So it used to be a big deal, just because it was just an evening's entertainment. Well, yeah. You don't have to follow any action that longer than thirty minutes. I mean, I do think generally films are too much about like big spectacular stuff. Looking at you, Avengers, rather than about like actually making you feel things. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I want the trashy action, and then I watch like Solomon Kane or something. Yeah. But most of the time, I just want like I just want to be told a good story. Yeah. I was hoping we were going to get a good story. I mean, the the first one started strong. It was very promising. I think that's the one that worked the most in the English version. Yeah. Like, it sounds like the telephone would have been probably the most interesting one in the Italian, but we didn't really get any of the actual plot for that one. Not so much. Yeah, because it was, it was nice and subdued. It was, it was just really close to reading a classic short story. Mm. And that, that's really worked for me. So, what did we learn? Ah, 
Well, we learned about the uh, Vodalak. But that's more of an actual thing. Mm. Oh yeah, if your child is banging on the door saying they're cold, don't let them in. Yes. Don't let don't let children in your home. No, huge mistake. I think on the camp scale. Yes. Karloff gets his own tent. Yeah. As does the Fagriton anthology, frankly. Karloff gets a big top. This little uh, circus tent. Yeah. And frankly, I think just because of how certain fashions and styles have aged, I think a small yurt for the 60s. Yeah. This is the 60s yurt. The the 60s yurt is just... It feels the most appropriate tent for the 60s, you know? Yeah. Just sitting there next to a camper van. Because it's camper van anything. So next week... Yep. Um, I want to watch one that we have mentioned before. I'm very excited to watch. Um, Cat Women of the Moon. I'm very much looking forward to Cat Women of the Moon. Which I believe is going to be our first full-on B-movie. Yeah. Like, that's that's what you're tuning in for. Oh, indeed it is. Like, so- this is great. Um, Black Sleep is great. But sometimes you just want some cat women of the moon. Sometimes you do. Cat women of the moon. We carry a moon. But there ain't no moon. So we make a tune. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs>